Welcome to the Genius Podcast. I am your host, Karen Doyle, and I would like to invite you to join me and countless other Catholic women as we not only discover our own unique genius, but we own it, and then we bring it as a gift to the world and the people we do life with. If you are looking to discover what it is that you are called to do with your life, if you have a dream but you lack the confidence or the skills to take the next step, or you just need some great advice on living your vocation as a Catholic woman, then this podcast is for you. The Genius Podcast is part of a much bigger initiative for Catholic women called The Genius Project. The Genius Project is dedicated to helping Catholic women discover their unique genius, what it is that they're called to do with their gifts and their life. Whether or not you express your creativity through art or music, all women and men are entrusted with the task of crafting their own life. And in a certain sense, they are to make of it a work of art, a masterpiece. This is a beautiful quote from Pope John Paul II, which I really love. In this podcast episode, Harmony and I unpack a little bit of her story, the link between creativity and vulnerability, and how she overcame fear within her life to step out and do what she feels God has called her to do. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Harmony. Well, Harmony, welcome to the Genius Podcast. I'm really excited to have you as a guest on the podcast today. I've been following your story over the last couple of years on Instagram, and I have to say, like, it's brought me a lot of joy just watching your story unfold and also, I guess, the passion that God's put in your heart for creativity, for art, and for music, and just watching how... As you've experienced, I guess, God's restoration and healing in your life, how that has given birth to this beautiful gift of creativity, which was always in you, but as the times progressed, it's just gone from strength to strength. I'm really excited for you to share a little bit about your story. Yeah, so my name is Harmi. I'm a 24-year-old artist from Melbourne. Yeah, and I've been born and raised in Melbourne, and I was working in youth ministry for the past like five years, you know, in that season of working ministry, I, I really got to know God for who he is and who he's created me to be. And yeah, and for me, like my faith growing up, it was quite a, a roller coaster. I didn't really, I wasn't really interested in my faith, even though I went to mm-hmm. Mass. God put people in my life who inspired me, but I just did not think God was relevant to my life when I was a teenager. And, and yeah, and I've, I've gone through a lot and you know, it wasn't until I think year 10 where, you know, I'd been going to youth group for ages. My mum forced me when I was in, when I hit year eight and I was at the age that I could join my youth group. It was in that like youth group that I found people who were really into their faith and it really inspired me, but I didn't know how to, how to let God in. A lot happened to me in my life that like really be angry with God. You know, why did you let this happen? But it was over that time that I was at youth, he really started to kind of heal that area and really brought people in my life who encouraged me and who let me know that like all the stuff that happens in our lives, it's not because of God mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't want that to happen, but he will use that to heal us and to to bring glory to him. When I was in year 10, I, I was in a really dark time in my life. You know, my friend was saying to me like, you know, why do you just give this God thing a shot? You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. You know, my experience of God, you know, it wasn't in church, it wasn't at youth group, but it was actually at a family friend's house and I was just kind of sitting at their couch. I'm out of my own business and Oceans by Hillsong came on. I love um, that song. 
beautiful. Yeah, it's such a beautiful song. And, and I remember sitting on that couch and listening to the lyrics and I was just like, wow, that is my life. And, and the lyrics that really hit me were, where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, you've never failed and you won't start now. And it was in this moment that it all came full circle that I realised that God is always there. Even in the moments where I felt like I was drowning, mm-hmm. he was there and yeah. he was pulling me out. And was using people in my life to do that and my friends and my family. For me, that was really special because, like, in general, music has been a, a way of me, you know, connecting. And I really love music. And for God to really show up in, a, in an area that was creative was really profound for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And that kind of really set me up for, you know, it changed my life. I did a complete 180 after that song. From that, from that one night, that one song. From that one night, I did a complete uh-huh. one. Like I'd known about the net team and my my youth group, we had the net team quite regularly come to our youth group. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I love net, but I'd never do it. At 11, the next year, my friend went up to do her first year of net. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, like I literally, like, just started my faith and you're going. It was through her witness and through the witness of the net team at that, of that year. Yeah, sure. That inspired me to, to think about doing that. And did and you do said, it? Yeah, I did. You I, did. <laughs> I quite a while. And yes. year 12, so obviously year 12 is a big year. But it was even bigger for me because my mom had been diagnosed with bowel cancer mm. and she had to go into chemo. Yeah. And every day on that, so like my December of net kind of halted for quite a while. And one morning my mom, she like she used to pray. I mean, she does pray every morning. This one morning she came up to me and she was like, are you still thinking about doing that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I don't know because you're sick and I want to be there for you. And she was like, you know, I was praying and I felt God saying, to me to tell you that you need to go do what he's asked you to do and that he'll take care of you. After that conversation, I finished my application. I sent it off and, you know, I got in for the following year and my mum, she, she's since like recovered. She had chemo for six months and had no, no hair loss, no, nothing. Like God really did take care of her and allowed me to, to, to live the nest really to to go and do what he's asked me to do and and you know that that season of year 12 was a really hard year and but God used that to to prepare me for what was coming mm. <laughs> and like I had no I had no idea what I was stepping myself into he always he does that doesn't he <laughs> yeah he does he, he really does. He's like, yeah, you know, but you don't know. Yeah. And Brisbane next year, and I was on the Sydney team in 2015, and yeah. that was beautiful. And I, I decided to do another year, so I was on the Canberra Golden team in 2016, and it was in these two years where God had really built, broke down the walls that I built before that. I was, I was pretty closed off, and I was pretty um, like didn't let people in, and. Hmm. it took me a while to let people in like a really long time and, and I really felt like through the incredible women and men that I was on team with God really allowed me to break down those walls to let them see me for me and hmm. vice versa and for me like growing up I was I was quite quiet and quite closed off I do believe that because I wasn't using my creativity to the fullest 
in that season, it really did affect my mood and and the way that I saw life. Those two teams were amazing and Mm, um, I'm glad to say, call them that they're my brothers and sisters. And God really did in that season speak to me in my creativity. In my first year, I every time I'd read the Bible, which was every day because we did personal prayer every day, I'd always get this theme of mountains. And I was like, why is this always coming up? Like, what is this mountain thing? When I used to do art, like before net, I was always like into portraiture and like, yes. you know, painting people. And I was never really into painting nature. I really had this desire to paint a mountain. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll paint a mountain. <laughs> um, so I painted a mountain. And it was in that that painting that I really realised that my faith journey has been a mountain. Yeah, the ups and downs and, you know, you get to, you know, you, you pause and you stop and you reflect and, and then you get to the top and you see this beautiful view. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're kind of the most closest to heaven that we could get if we're on top of a mountain. And I think your, your testimony is like it's so beautiful and it's really powerful witness to that scripture in Romans that says all things work for good for those that love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose because I think, you know, you, you were talking about being really closed off and and you spoke about this gift of creativity that was in you that God had placed within you but it wasn't able to flourish yet. And even though you've been through pain in your life or trauma that somehow Mm. God has used it all. I I truly believe in life that nothing's wasted with the Lord. So Mm. everything that we go through, if we can surrender that to him and and have confidence in him, he will use it. And I think you would say that all of those experiences have come into play with your art and your creativity. I mean, you describe yourself as a Catholic creative, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think before we jump into looking at this link, because this is something that you're quite passionate about and I think is a really beautiful link between vulnerability and creativity. Mm-hmm. But before mm-hmm. we jump in and talk about that, I was really I'm keen to explore this phase, Catholic creative with you, because mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah. you know, so many people say, oh, she's a Catholic creative or I'm a Catholic creative, but what is a Catholic <laughs> creative? I mean, really, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, similar to yourself, I love art I, and, you know, I paint and I draw as well and, and I love design. So mm-hmm. clearly, like, we can see creativity evident in people who produce art or produce music but what is a Catholic creative in your mind? A lot of people kind of see creativity as like it's just in this box of you're either an artist you're a dancer or you're a writer or you're a songwriter or a musician and everything that's underneath the creative arts but for me being a creative is really ultimately just being human. God created us therefore we are creative. Being a you know Catholic creative it's really just being Catholic like yeah um, yeah and it's really just being expressive in your faith and and creating new ways to to evangelize and to to spread the good news the term creative is more than just the arts just because you don't do art it doesn't mean that you're not creative like that's something that people need to hear yeah I think you're right and I find it interesting since we've launched the genius project I've had so many women contacting me asking Mm. me about starting a business how do you do that Mm. or how do I you know get this idea off the ground or Mm. you know they've got all these questions and I just want to say that if that's you listening, we've got a whole lot of online courses that are starting mid-July with everything you need to know. So I'm really excited about that. But one lady contacted me in our conversation. She said to me, I- I'm not a creative. 
And I challenged her and I said, actually, we're all creatives in Christ because we are called to co-create with God. He's the master creator. We've been created in his image and likeness. And part of his image is his creative nature. So it's not really a question of if you're a creative or not, but rather how you will use your creativity to serve. And like you said, this could mean anything. It could be a mum. How will you bring as a mum your creativity to your parenting? Or Mm. within marriage, how can you creatively love your husband? Or in religious Mm. community, how can you creatively build a rhythm and an environment and an atmosphere in your religious community or in workplace Mm. or mission? I think that as we launch into this conversation, the baseline is that we are all creators. Like we all have the image of the Trinity in us. You know, we look at the Trinity, the Father, Son and Spirit and, you know, the Greeks call it perichoresis, the dance of love, this interchange of relationship that happens in the Trinity that results in this bursting forth of new life and immense creativity. And so the question for us is how are we called to express our unique creativity, our unique genius in the world and and how do we bring that creativity to life? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good place to start is just challenging that idea that you're either, you're not a creative or you are one. Like we're all creatives Mm -hmm. in Christ. But more specifically, like you said, picking up on the creative arts and and I guess some people are expressing that through the creative arts. But it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of courage, doesn't it, to step out in creativity and and I think regardless of what it is, there's a level of vulnerability that's required to step out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to, to chat around this idea and the link between creativity and vulnerability with you because, as you've shared, that was a really tough journey for you, like just mm-hmm. learning to be vulnerable with people. Now, I know yeah. in my life I used to see vulnerability as weakness. It was in my sisterhood small group there was one woman who shared One day, you know, we've been meeting for many years, but she shared about an addiction that had really been gripping her life for years that none of us Mm. knew and, you know, broke down those barriers and she shared that and Mm. there was incredible strength in her vulnerability. Not only strength, but it was a beautiful gift that she gave all of us because I think when we're vulnerable, we give other people permission to be vulnerable. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but it's so hard, isn't it? Like, it is. It's yeah. really hard. We learn at a young age that you don't show the hard stuff or you learn mm. somehow this, you know, message that's just from the enemy that if you were to show the real you, you won't be loved or you might not be accepted for who you mm. actually are. And so yeah. we hold parts of ourselves back. And I guess for yourself with now, you know, your art and what you do, like you've really had to overcome that on a personal level, haven't you, so that your yeah. art can really flourish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, it's it's been a really big journey. Like when I first decided to start my Instagram account for my art, it was actually after I, had, um, I did a stint in uni, so I went and did a design degree in textiles okay. and I loved it. But I did one semester and I, I just felt like it wasn't where I would best use my gifts and I just didn't feel like that was where God was calling me 
after that, I kind of took a little bit of a break from art and I was really praying to God and I was like, you know, I really want to start this small business, but I want to do it when I'm ready. And, you know, I felt God really telling me, well, just start. <laughs> Like, yeah, just start. You're never going to be ready. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And I started it. And there was a lot of fear behind it because I was like, I don't know what my style is yet. I've taken inspiration from the things around me and my faith. And what was your biggest fear in starting your fear. business? Yeah. Yeah, it, the biggest fear was actually just putting myself out there. And, like, and I guess your art is an expression of you. So if someone criticizes it, we can't help but, yeah. you know, you can't help but feel criticized as a person, yeah. right? Yes, yes, 100%. And you know, not that it's happened, but, you know, I dread the day that it happens. Yes. Every time I post something, I, I do feel a little bit of, like, a fear behind it. Do you? Um, Even now? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, but the only reason I feel a little bit of fear is because I just can't believe that this is my life. Like, I can't believe that God has done this. Yes. A gift that I neglected for so long, you know, because when I was in high school, I, I stopped painting from year seven to year 10 outside of like art class and stuff like sure. that. And I really did feel the emptiness of that because mm. for me, it's it's a outlet. It's a it's a way of, you know, healing and stuff like that. And so I can't explain it, but it's just like every time I make something, it's like God is healing me through that mm. process. It's taken me a long time to get there, but the fear behind posting stuff is because people may not know what's behind that piece. Yes, that's right. And in your story. Yeah, it and, is, yeah. And women are terrible at this sometimes. <laughs> like they, they just criticise or they just say what they yeah. don't like rather than saying, what they do. yeah, what they do or championing, you know, somebody else in what they're doing. And it might not be your style, mm. but to really affirm another person it is just mm-hmm. and what they're doing because they're bringing obviously what God's put in them to do into the world and, and that's beautiful I'm interested in this idea you know when you talk about this fear of putting yourself out there because whether it's through art or whether you're a musician or whether you know you're just putting yourself out there in life whether I think I'm a mum you know so I'm doing the school pickup twice a day across a couple <laughs> of different schools so I have a lot of experience in this area but Putting yourself out there with other mums. Like for me, I remember a couple of years ago, there was this beautiful mum who we became friends with and Mm -hmm. they seemed like, you know, the family had it all together and everything. And one day she just called me and her husband had just left a letter in the letterbox and left her and her kids. And it was devastating. In the weeks preceding that, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit had prompted my heart to reach out to her a bit more, not knowing any of this. And Mm. I just felt a little bit silly at first because I thought, who does she think I am? (laughs) Just sort of becoming super friendly all of a sudden with this lady. Mm. But, you know, I had to trust that the Lord was doing something. And if I had have let fear hold me back from looking silly and just going, wondering what she thought of me, then Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have made those connections and she wouldn't have had somebody when everything fell apart because when everything did fall apart, she actually didn't have anybody. And so Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit can often place things on our heart. Yeah. We don't understand why, but we have to trust his lead and we have to step into that in faith. And so I I believe when it comes Mm -hmm. to the creative side of life, you know, if the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit has put a passion in your heart, then you should follow it. God's given you a gift and, and 
it's up to us and it's our responsibility to develop that gift and that talent. I think that's, you know, for me, I was learning who I was in Christ and it was fear that I was not that I didn't know who I was in Christ, but fear that I didn't know enough of who I was in Mm. Christ and fear of stepping out and yet doing talks or doing music at mass or creating like artwork for different events. For me, it was just knowing that God is in control and stepping out in that, even though I felt scared to do Mm -hmm. it, I knew that he was working and that it was his, he wanted this to happen. That's why he made it. And that's why he's brought me on the journey that I'm, that I'm on. And, you know, everything kind of has been leading up to, to me doing this, having a small business and making art and using that for his glory ultimately. And the joy that, you know, comes out of my art is the joy that God speaks into my heart and that's Mm. priceless really in my opinion. Now, have you you would have probably come across the work of Brene Brown on vulnerability. I remember when I was on my second year of that, my supervisor at the time she was down for a visit and she got us girls to watch um, The Power of Vulnerability by mm-hmm. Bernie Brown. Yeah. And we watched it and then we're like, oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. In that year, I was, I was really stepping out in vulnerability in, in my team life and in my personal life. Unintentionally, I think Bernie Brown's talk really did help me break into that place of what I was feeling and, you know, the vulnerability that I was feeling, even though I felt weak that it was actually a strong, you know, whatever has happened, um, it makes me a stronger person and it makes me reach out and turn to God more. I think there is a lot of fear and vulnerability and, and it's it's more so that we will get judged or mm. that we will feel shamed or... Yeah, um, and I think when you put yourself out there, it's like a vulnerability is really about seeing being seen in the fullness yeah. of who you are. And I think the fear comes from being afraid that what if people don't accept me for who I actually Mm -hmm. am? Like not just my art or what I do, but who I am, because that's devastating to people. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And it was was hard to step out and to show people this is me, flaws and all. But I think the beauty of it was that those people accepted that. Yes, and loved you. Yeah, and that was something I'd never experienced before. And I experience it now in, you know, post net and you yes. know with my family and everything and like my friends yes. you know because yeah before then before net I was I was pretty scared I was pretty broken I was pretty lost mm. and God really needed to take me away from my comfort zones I think there's a lot of comfort with holding on to whatever we don't want to share there's a lot of comfort in holding it well it's familiar like, isn't it yeah. And, and so it can be really scary to step out into a place. I mean, yeah. Jesus always invites us into freedom and he invites mm. us into that relationship with him. But yeah. sometimes we can become so familiar with what we're carrying that it's yeah. almost, yeah, like it's uncomfortable to step beyond that. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I remember one of my supervisors said, you know, you weren't made for comfort, mm. you're made for greatness. And Amen. That's, the quote from Benedict. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. Um, and I've taken that quote into my personal life, into to now I still think back to that quote. Whenever I feel like I'm uncomfortable with the situation or with stepping out, 
I remind myself that, you know, you weren't made to be comfortable. You were made for greatness and you were made to, to shine that greatness through everything that you do. Even though you may be scared to do it, do it scared. There's so much freedom after it. I feel like I'm truly myself for the first time in a long time and stepping into who God's called me to be. Yeah, And I guess it's that risk to be vulnerable, isn't it? Like when we risk vulnerability, you know, it could go one of two ways, right? Like people could totally reject us. But generally speaking, like that's our greatest fear, but it's kind of crazy because it's not actually what happens. That's my experience because when you're really vulnerable with people, I guess within the context of like Christian community, yeah, you rarely, like I actually can't think of a time where I've been met with rejection or criticism or someone laughing at me. I've only mm-hmm. been met by incredible love and acceptance. We have to really begin with vulnerability within mm-hmm. ourselves, with ourselves, mm-hmm. with Christ, and then stepping out in relationship with people that we trust, you know, people who have earned the right to hear our yeah. story, as Brené Brown says. And, mm-hmm. and then go, once we've experienced that, then taking that extra step to, I guess, when God does put something on our heart to bring into the world, to overcome and to have that courage and to overcome the fear to bring it to life. But Brené Brown famously said there is there can be no vulnerability. If there's no vulnerability, there's no creativity. If there's mm-hmm. no tolerance for failure, there can be no innovation. It's that simple. If you're not willing to fail, then you can't innovate. Like if you're yeah. not willing to build a vulnerable culture, then you can't create. So there's this beautiful link between vulnerability and creativity. I know that you've given workshops at summer schools on the creative arts and vulnerability and creativity. So can you share a little bit more about that link? To be creative, you have to really look into yourself and to really sit with the uncomfortable feelings that you may feel. Because starting starting an artwork, you'll be intimidated. And I've definitely felt that in my life. When I would start a piece, I'd be intimidated that, you know, it might not go the way that I want it to go. It's just pushing past that, pushing past that fear of starting and just starting. Do what you were called to do. Yes. Yeah, and taking one step at a time. Just do the next thing. And I think another fear, like you spoke about fears, but I think a fear is people want to get it right and they want it to be Mm -hmm. perfect. But the reality is when we put our hand to something, It's never going to be perfect straight away. Not that it ever will be, but that we're called to just fail forward. Like we're called Mm -hmm. to give it a go and take imperfect action towards something. And I think that's that's a real key in terms of creativity and, and if people have like this desire and this gift for creativity, not getting all caught up in trying to get all the ducks in a in a row, mm-hmm. right? Is just yep. failing forward. Take a step. Buy get an Instagram account and post a couple of pictures. Just take action. And that's what you're mm-hmm. saying, isn't it? Like there's vulnerability yeah. in it, but to push past that yeah. and just to start. Don't allow yeah. fear to hold you back. I remember an Instagram post that you did, I think it was on your birthday one year, and you just yes, spoke about yeah. you were reflecting on the previous year and, mm-hmm. and you were listing all the things that you felt fear about but that you did yeah. anyway. Yeah. Share a little bit about that because when I saw it, I was like, 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 <laughs> this is good on you. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, in general, fear has always held me back from doing the things that I've been wanting to do. Yeah, I think it was also just letting the Holy Spirit guide my life. If I didn't say no to the fear, I would still be living not life to the full. I wouldn't and, be and not life. your full self too. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah. 
there's that beautiful quote that says the glory of God is man or woman fully alive. And I think we're most fully alive when we're operating in our strengths and the gifts that God's placed within us. And that's what you're saying, that when you started creating art and and when you stepped out in vulnerability, you experienced Mm -hmm. a freedom that you never had before. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, I'm interested in what your pieces, if someone sat down with you and they asked for your top four pearls of wisdom and advice in terms of stepping out in creativity, what would you say to them? My three tips on how you can, I guess, serve God with your gifts. Number one would be building on your skills. So whatever that is, I I think there is a lot of power in learning what you do and do it well yeah. and practicing that. You know, for me, I didn't just wake up and like have this talent. Like yeah. it took me a long time to develop it and craft develop it. Develop it, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm not the best artist out there, but I'm learning how to build my skills. I'm, I'm constantly building them and I'm constantly um, trying out new things yeah, I think you're pretty good, actually. <laughs> I think it's like you have a unique style, which yes. I think is, I don't know, I received a text from somebody just saying, I'm really creative, I really want to do this, but I feel like what I'm doing is just like everybody else. And mm. so, okay, well, what is your point of difference? Like it's kind of yeah. sometimes bringing a bit of business talk to it. It's okay, what makes you different like what is your angle like your specific Mm -hmm. unique angle like how are you going to create art in a way that reflects what you love and what God's placed within you and I think when people are trying to start out on this journey it's like you can get tempted to compare your gift against everybody else's so for example if it's art or if it's music you compare you're painting to all these other people. So you can get really confused and your style can get confused and, and you can lose some of your style. So it's really about drawing aside and having some time with the Lord and asking him, mm-hmm. hey, what is my unique style? Like doing a vision board of that so you get clear on what your style is. And then, like you said, building on that skill for that yeah. particular style. And And I don't know, I really love what you do. I think it stands out for me. It's not like... Everything else you see, it's, it's got a real point of difference and it's cool. Yeah. So your first point there was building on your skills in terms of yeah. your pearls. So tell me your second one. My second one would be to pray and discern <laughs> what's all on fire and then what you're passionate about because yes. I'm passionate about art, yeah? yeah, but I'm also passionate about ministry and, and mentoring and stuff like that. And for for me, like, and showing, obviously showing the good news, even though I can make avenues, revenue from all those streams, I also need to know what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I was starting out, I was like, yeah, I want to create art. But then it morphed into this, well, ministry in a way. So that's the second. What's the third? The third one is where do you feel called? How can you use your gifts to match your unique calling first and foremost obviously I'm called to be an artist yeah um but I'm also I really do feel called to be a teacher my gifts in art and religion and will obviously transpire into my teaching degree Mm. as a visual arts and religion teacher and I think we use our gifts and talents in our calling and that the job your dream job may not be here right now but you that doesn't mean that you can't build your dream job you know, God created us, therefore we are creative. Yeah. And God gives us that permission to start something yeah. and to create something that is unique. And, and bring something and, of him into the world, something of his nature. Yeah. 
in a unique way. It's been such a great conversation with you, just hearing more about your journey. And I just really wish you all the best with your art and we'll definitely plug it through social media. You know, it's really great showcasing our Aussie girls and all of the Mm -hmm. talent that we have here in Australia. I think we're just, you know, we've got a generation of young women coming through now who are just so gifted in in music and in art and just in all areas really just phenomenal generation of women coming through and so Mm -hmm. thanks so much for being a part of the genius project well i hope you enjoyed that conversation with harmony if you'd like to check out her art why not pop on over to instagram hrmn designs and have a look at her beautiful artwork i know that i've really enjoyed watching her art unfold and develop and will continue to do so if you like what you've heard and want to go deep to discover your purpose and your strengths and how you might use these, why not head on over to The Genius Project, www.geniusproject.co and take a look at the range of online courses that are available to help and support women like you craft their gift and step into their calling. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and if you like what you've heard, please share the link with your friends and follow The Genius Project on social media. Have a beautiful week and God bless you.